Hey, hey guys, how's it going? And welcome, welcome to the live stream. All right, just give me a few more seconds so I can finish setting up um, and I'll be right with you. If you guys already have questions and you guys want me to start getting into that, please, by all means, start putting them in the chat. If it gets a little hairy in there, it gets a little crazy with um, a lot of people um, answering, I mean, asking questions and I don't see it, you already know, just leave a super chat or something like that so I can definitely see it. Or uh, anyways, get ready for some question and answers and I got some notes. We're gonna be talking about a bunch of things and uh, can't wait to get started. So I'm gonna wait a couple more minutes, a couple more seconds and uh, we'll get started real soon. guys all right welcome welcome thank you for your patience i appreciate you guys uh hanging out with me and uh wanting to you know hang out with uh oh yeah lambo's not here forgot he stepped out today it's friday night you already know what's up with all that it's uh you know halloween and uh dia de los muertos and all that's right around the corner so you know a lot of a lot of that going on so anyways guys um, hope you guys are doing wonderful. Um, let's get into it. Let's get into it. I got like a bunch of things I want to talk about. We're going to be talking about immigration. We're going to be talking about, you know, a few other things like, you know, just um, how I live out here, cost of living, you know, the same old, same old. But I think immigration, that's like the main thing that most of you guys uh, want to talk about in here. Um, I'm going to be, before I get too deep into it, um, I'm going to be interviewing a lawyer real soon um, next week. Uh, the video might not be out for two weeks, okay, unfortunately, because by the time I interview him uh, and then I get to edit the video and uh, set it all up, um, it's going to take a little while. So probably two weeks from today, you know, give or take, maybe a little less um, before that uh, video's out. But um, I've already, not just my lawyer, you know, the one that I have on the website, I'm going to be adding more lawyers to the to the whole group, um, working with a bunch of lawyers for many different things for a bunch of you guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, the reason I'm going to be doing videos and kind of like interviewing um, him and hopefully doing uh, a more of a regular thing um, with all that is because, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about the laws and about your rights 
and about you know everything from a visa run you know uh you know for whatever reason i don't know why they keep saying that you can't go on visa runs anymore there is nothing illegal about 180 days you know there's a lot of fake news and i think that what's really going on is that there's a lot of people out there um that are spreading a lot of fake news for whatever reason i'm not gonna get into it i really don't care um but you know um whether it's on purpose or they just don't know and they're just repeating and regurgitating what they keep hearing um the the reality is is that because of a lot of fake news out there it causes travelers to second guess themselves am i oh yeah yeah okay it, it causes travelers to second guess themselves and i don't know here he wanted to make sure <laughs> oh hold on good thing i got a i got my uh you got the sound effects going there. But anyways, yeah, like I was saying, it makes it makes a lot of travelers out there start second getting, um, they lie. Or they might not, you know what I mean, seem like they're being honest. I don't know, whatever. And the point is that the immigration officer is going to be like, bram, bram, and just give you whatever. Because the reality is, is that, you know, you just got to be honest. And you just got to tell them what's up and that's it. There's no, it's, it's, not, it's not illegal to be a tourist. It's not illegal to come to Mexico. It's not illegal to do any of these things that they're saying that is illegal. And again, like, there, what penalty? There is no penalty, you know? Like, this is, like, why, you know, they're not going to ban you. They're not going to turn you back at the border. They're not going to do any of these things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand, you know what I mean? Like, uh, why there's all this fear. Now, I know why there's fear. Because a lot of the people that are hearing this stuff are people um, that are coming from the United States, from Canada, from countries in which they're full of fear right now. They're being bombarded with fear. Um, they're, you know what I mean? It's like this whole thing and um, and things like that, you know, when it comes to that. And so all of a sudden when somebody is telling them, hey, in Mexico, they're cracking down. In Mexico, they're doing this. In Mexico, they're doing that. You know, of course, you know, the, the very obvious and, um, you know, first reaction that most people are going to have is fear because, well... They see it happening in front of their face, you know, in their in their backyard, in their front yard, you know, in their neighborhoods, you know. Um, and so, of course, you know, they're, they're, that fear is elevated. Like, oh, my God, of course, you know, Mexico, oh, my God, they're going to be. So, <clears throat> so, anyways, yeah. Da -da 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 -da. All right, so let me listen to some. Okay, so right now, Airport Atheist says, your internet is trash for being a Bitcoin millionaire. Well, first of all, I'm definitely not a Bitcoin millionaire. Um, my internet is trash. I don't know. I don't, it seems like no one is having trouble um, receiving my feed. It seems like it might be your end that has uh, the bad internet. Actually, I've never had, I haven't had better internet um, since I, how do I say this? Like I've, the, the best internet I've ever had has been out here in Mexico, to tell you the truth, all right? Um, most of the internet back at home in the U.S. is pretty terrible. Um, but out here, it's actually really, really, really good. Now, I can't speak for all of Mexico, but at least here in Merida, uh, in the Yucatan, fucking amazing internet. Um, uh, Julie says, people who don't know Mexico as you do, they will spread negative information. Yeah, again, you know, to me, I think it's also a lot of people are following the herd. You know, so a lot of, you know, what's going on is that, you know, um, a few people spread some news and then not to get left behind, they, you know, also spread that news. But look, I don't care, man. At the end of the day, I am going to bring to you guys, you know, um, experts. The idea is to bring experts, okay? People that really do know what's going on, a.k.a. lawyers, a.k.a. Mexican lawyers, a.k.a., you know, Mexican lawyers. Um, 
in legal terms and I'm going to be bringing it to you in layman terms. Okay, so it's going to be like that's how we're going to work on that. All right. We're basically, you know, again, someone's going to bring you all the legal fancy schmancy da 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 da. And then I'm going on out here because, you know, the whole idea that Mexico is deporting Americans and Canadians or they're cracking down on immigration freaking absurd to me. It's beyond insane. And, um, Bruh. And that's why I'm trying to prove it to you guys. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, by showing you the truth. And that's it because it's it's beyond ridiculous. If they're not banning, if they're not cracking down on any immigration, why are they cracking down on that? And the reality is that, like, you know, a lot of the things that they're saying, you know, like, oh, the U.S. State Department issued a warning. Listen, the U.S. State Department is issuing warnings all the fucking time. All right. In fact, Mexico is supposed to be just as they're listening to the Mexican State Department. They're listening to the Mexican government, Mexican, whatever. And nowhere. And, and again, look, if this was a real problem, um, like, you know, the immigration thing, trust me, you would see it on Mexican news. I watch Mexican news. Like, I don't watch Mexican news all the time, but I watch enough or I see enough of it. By the way, shout out to Blueberry for the $5. Thank you very much. Five Canadian. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, straight up. Uh, <laughs> breaking, Hanson says, the U.S. State Department has just issued a warning about these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's about the biggest pair you've ever seen. Anyways. <laughs> so, hold on. I was looking for the... Uh, oh, I missed it. All right. Forget it. The, 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 the drum roll. The thingy. Okay. Anyways. So, like I was saying. You know, the only one you should be listening to is Mexican and Mexican government, Mexican officials. And nowhere in Mexican... Uh, nowhere on the Mexican news are they talking about, you know, um, they're cracking down on fucking Americans or Canadians or any kind of immigration at all. In fact, it's the opposite. It's more like, hey, look at all these immigrants that are blowing through Mexico on their way to the USA. Why isn't AMLO doing something about it? AMLO's the president. So, I mean, that's the only immigration talk. You know, basically that the, the laws are so loose <laughs> that there is no, you know, whatever. You know, now speaking of, you know, uh, loose laws and loose, loose, the lucivity or whatever, um, you know, a lot of people, they get concerned when they are out here and their visa expires for whatever reason, as if they're illegal and they're going to get deported. The reality is, is that under law, under constitution, but in this case, the law, because remember, the laws are things that's, you know, kind of like on the icing on the top of the constitution, whether the icing is good or bad, that's another discussion. The point is, is that out here, um, there is no such thing. Again, let me repeat, there is no such thing as an illegal immigrant. Yeah. You heard me right. So none of you guys out there are going to be illegal. So if you don't have your paperwork, if you're not, um, what do we call it? if your visa is not up to date, whatever the hell, listen, you should have your visa up to date. You should have your proper paperwork. You should have your ID. You should have all these things, okay? Um, but you're not going to get deported, okay, for, you know, going over on your tourist visa, okay? You're going to get a slap in the wrist. You're going to get a fine. You're going to get things like that. And yes, you're going to be allowed in. You're not going to get banned from Mexico. What the? F what? 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 <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. Just making some dumbass. Uh, anyways, uh, but you know, you're not going to get banned. You know, and like the whole thing is like, oh, Mexico is a computer system. Mexico has had a computerized system since fucking forever. What the fuck, man? That's so racist. You know what? What? Like, do you guys actually think that Mexico has? When you get off the air, when you get off the plane on the airport, that you got a donkey waiting for you? It's not a taxi. It's just a, a fucking burro, a donkey. Hee haw! Fucking taking you to your fucking hotel. No, man. That's not how it works. 
That's not how it works, okay? They got, you know, they, they, got, they got a whole system set up here, okay? They got, okay, they got computers. It's all up to date. You're in the system. You're in the everything, okay? Don't, don't even get it, tw don't get it twisted, all right? So that's the reality of it, right? So, you know, that whole idea of like, oh, they're just now starting the computer system. Bro, that's, that's kind of... Uh, Kind of racist, man. Anyways, I mean, seriously, you know what I mean? These, the, I mean, so that's it's just so many things like that. You know what I mean? Like the thing is, it's like you know, Mexico is not Kenya or whatever other country out there. Kenya, I'm sure, it's computerized as well. But you know what I'm saying? It's not like something like that. So the reality is, is that. Yeah, David Rogers says, "How can I spend my money if I get deported?" Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's why you're not gonna get deported. <laughs> Look, man, look, the only way that you're going to get deported is, uh, again, out, outside of some major outside crime, there's no real reason to get deported. Look, the deportation is only going to happen if murder, um, you know, again, convicted of murder, convicted of rape, convicted of any high monster crime, anything that with having to do with cartels, probably anything that had to do with probably with government stuff. You know, anything that's like high crime stuff, you know, um, you're, you're probably going to get extradited again if you are escaping the USA or whatever country. Again, I don't know the extradition laws with, you know, your country in Mexico, but um, depending on the major crime that you committed in your country, um, if you come out here, you'll probably get extradited, assuming they can find you and assuming they can go through all that shit. And then, you know, it's a whole process to get extradited. But it most likely, yeah, like if the USA wants some American that's wanted for triple murder, they'll probably get extradited, you know, shit like that. You know, um, again, assuming they can find the guy and the whole thing. So, you know, it's things like that. So it's like even getting extradited you know what i mean to your country you're not going to get extradited for whatever minor crime you're wanted for back home it's just not going to happen okay um in fact if you are wanted uh, so badly back home for some minor crime and they want to stick they want to stick you in jail for like 10 years over some you know bullcrap crime um most likely you can even get political asylum out here and again these are all avenues um that you know, a lot of people can actually go through when trying to get some sort of immigration status out here. All right. Again, although a lot of people that are coming in these migrant caravans, none of them have ID. None of them have a passport. None of them have anything. Nothing. Not a freaking thing. And they're coming right through here. I mean, come on. They're not getting checked. They're not getting anything. Um, and, and I mean, again, you know, that's not it, it's not under any legal um you don't like so okay so now let's explain the paperwork okay because a lot of people are talking about and scared of the whole paperwork situation oh so opie asked how's the food in mexican jail actually there is no food in mexican jail if you go to mexican jail you you got to get somebody to bring you food but the reality is is that most of the time you're only going to be there for a few hours maybe a couple days three days and again in which case somebody will bring you some food or whatever um but that that's it you know again three days is you know again big crime or you're doing something or something but for the most part you know you get to go to prison for which again for in, in order for you to go to prison in mexico for to go to jail in mexico you have to do a lot you literally have to punch a cop in the face and even then, but you really just have to do something like that. And even then, like I said, you go to jail and you can bail yourself out like that. If you got enough, if you got like a few thousand pesos, a few hundred bucks, a few hundred US dollars in your pocket, you can bail yourself out. Literally, you punch a cop in the, in the, in the face. All right. All right. 
and you go to jail, all right? And then you pay whatever fine or whatever the hell. And again, do not punch a cop in the face. Do not do it. If, if you get in some sort of altercation, some sort of stupid whatever, and you go to jail, I'm, you're just going to be spending a few days, in, a few hours, a few hours in jail. And, and again, all the time that you're going to be spending in jail is going to really determine, is only going to be determined on, you know, how much money you got to bail yourself out and if you can bail yourself out. Um, how easy is it? It's easy to, okay, um, Shahid is saying, how easy is it to get a humanitarian visa? It's easy. Um, I, again, depending on who you are, your age, or all these things, it's all going to depend on that. Um, but all these all these visas are pretty easy. I mean, again, you got to go through a lawyer in order to make it happen. You're not going to be able to do it at the immigration office. For a lot of reasons, okay? Uh, don't get me started on that. Um, but it's just basically you need to hire somebody to grease the wheels in order to make things happen. That's the way things happen in Mexico. Um, but there's many visas and many ways in which you can stay. But yeah, a humanitarian visa is one of them. Now, let's talk about traveling through Mexico. Uh, or not even traveling. Let's talk about, forget before we get to that, let's talk about you know um, having your paperwork in Mexico. Okay, Again, having your paperwork in Mexico. So the whole thing with having your paperwork in Mexico, because there's a lot of fear pouring out there, a lot of fear, a lot of people spreading a lot of fake news saying that all of a sudden you need to have, hold on a second, that all of a sudden you need to have your passport with you at all times, at all times, like literally at all times, you need to have this at all, no you don't, no you don't, you gotta have your visa with you, no you don't, no you don't, no you don't. All right, let me read. Sorry, got it. Let me repeat. You don't have to have it. Now, if you are traveling, let me repeat this, okay? If you're traveling. So let's say you're you're traveling from state to state. You're traveling um, you know, a long distance over highway. Let's any anywhere that's outside of the city, okay? And I'm and again, outside of the city like outside of the city. You know, you're really traveling. You're going on a bus. You're, you know, again, you're traveling through car that you're driving on your own, um, any kind of anything like that. Yeah, you're going to need ID, just like you need ID anywhere else. If you're traveling through the highway, you know, from Montana to Wyoming, from fucking Vancouver to Quebec, um, you need a, at the very least a license. So if you're in Mexico, if you got a Mexican license, okay, good. If, um, you know, you, if you got a Mexican license, you don't need to have a passport, man. Come on, people, wake up. And you definitely don't need to show your residency card. You already got a license. That's enough proof. And that's it. You feel me? You're showing your residency card, you know, in the situation in court, in the case that you have a tourist visa. That's it. That's it. That's it. And again, if you lose your passport, you lose your stuff, you don't have it on you for whatever reason, all they do is they take you to immigration, okay, so that they can, again, rectify your situation. Okay, because again, and again, that's assuming they take you down. You might be able to pay your way out of it. I don't want to get into that. I'm not, I'm, I'm not telling you to do anything like that. But all I'm saying is it's not what you think it is. And again, they take you down to the office. Most likely, most likely is what they're going to try to do is get you in contact with your freaking consulate so that you can get your freaking ID. I mean, and if you have a Mexican ID, you just don't have it with you and they happen to take you for whatever reason, which is very rare, listen, they'll look, you, they'll look you up. And for anyone out there, 
for anyone out there that's traveling through Mexico, okay? And they end up in some sort of detention or whatever because they don't have their ID. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you can get arrested in, in the United States of America for walking down the street for not having your ID, all right? But but that does not happen here, okay? So don't, don't forget that. In the USA, you might get arrested. You probably will get arrested for not having your ID on at all times, but not here, not here, okay? But if you're traveling through long distance, yes, it's very obvious. You need it because people are like, they're going to ask like, well, how'd you get on this plane without your passport? How did you get on this bus without a passport? And all this is not new. This has been forever. Okay. The whole thing with the, you need to present your passport and all this shit. You need, you've, that's always been the case. The, the whole thing with having immigration officers at the bus stations now, again, they're not there to check you per se. No, they're just trying to see if there's other immigrants trying to get on these buses or trying to figure out another way to get, you know what I mean? It's just so many other things, man. Or, you know, it just, just come on, man. Please use some common sense, guys, out there. And um, and that's kind of like where we're at right now. So, and it's like, uh, Shahid says, can you get married to a Mexican national if your visa is expired? No, you cannot. You need to renew your visa. And that's the thing. If you want to get married, that means that you want to legalize yourself. You want to have some sort of legal status within Mexico. So there, and you're, uh, you know, applying for paperwork. And so that is bureaucracy. So therefore, you need to have your immigration status correct for that. So therefore, you need to have a current visa you know what i mean a a, a, a what is it a, a, a so if your visa is expired then you need to renew your visa so that's how it is so now again guys i'm not recommending that you guys be walking around without a visa or you know and by the way visa is it can be the tourist visa it can be your temporary or permanent visa okay there's three visas okay and there's all these other visas but again there is no need for you to walk around the city, for you to walk around anywhere with all your paperwork. Let me explain why. Because under no circumstance, let me repeat this once, twice, 3,000, 4 billion times. I don't know how many times you got to hear it. Under no circumstance can a police officer or an, an immigration officer, first of all, there's no immigration officers, okay? So it might be some federale that's taking the place of an immigration, whatever. At the end of the day, under no circumstance can any of these authorities, okay, figures, whatever, um, under no circumstance can they ask you for ID. They cannot ask you for paperwork. They cannot stop you. They cannot do anything. And they won't, okay? Again, if you're traveling on a state federal highway that, and, and you get stopped at a um, checkpoint, like a toll booth, that's a completely different story, completely different animal, okay? You're on federal roads, all right? And that's basically federal property. So yeah, you know what I mean? In a sense, through their laws, they can ask you for ID, which is totally fine. I mean, we should all be used to that no matter what country we come from, okay? But when it comes to, I'm walk, I'm, 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 I'm literally anywhere in town. I don't, look, man, again, let me, let me reiterate this. I don't take my wallet anywhere unless I have to. And when I do, I don't have IDs in here. You know what I mean? I just got my money in here. I just got what I need in here and that's it. I mean, if I need my bank card, I'll take my bank card. You know what I mean? Mostly it's cash, all right? I don't really have any kind of IDs in here. I got basically the only IDs I might have in there are like, you know, my membership card to the natural food store, whatever. You know what I mean? Things like that. The thing for the grocery store, you know, just things like that. But, um, 
you know, the reality is, is that I don't have any kind of, uh, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't carry ID and you don't need to carry ID. Now, if you're driving a car, yeah, you need to carry a license. But again, I don't want to get into the intricacies of it. You also really don't need to carry a license. Now, I don't recommend that you're driving without a license, but it's not illegal to drive without one. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. It's just so many little things like that that people, um, you know, need to know. You know, and that's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of things that people just need to, you know what I mean, figure out. And um, and the thing is, it's like, you know, it's, it's all about know your rights. And that's why I, I wanted to, you know, not just interview, um, you know, the lawyer, but, you know, again, have him tell you guys, you know what I mean, have him speak to you guys and let you know What's, what's what the real reality is because even myself i don't know all the laws you know there's a lot of things that um you know there's a lot of things that i talk about um that i'm not 100 on like for example um i've talked about you know things with the cannabis and you know when it comes to you know all that you know what i mean and uh you know i wasn't 1000 right but i was pretty right um, at the end of the day, um, it's not 100% legal yet, but at the end of the day, it's also not illegal. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's one of those freaking things. Um, you know, meaning that, you know, right now the penalty for having any kind of cannabis or doing that or whatever is so minimal that even if you do get a penalty, you do get in trouble. It's just a slap on the wrist, a little a fine at most, and that's it. And uh, but the reality is it doesn't even get that far. Um, but right now they're working on the licensing and the development of, of all that and, and passing laws just so that they can tax it and regulate it um, again, tax it, you know, what I mean, more than anything else. But um, yeah, so that's coming. That's coming soon. So we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna be talking about business. You know, not not today. I'm telling you, when we talk to the lawyer, um, you know, we're gonna be talking about business because a lot of people want to know what's up with that. Um, I already told you guys if you want to start a small business, it's very easy. You just do it. Um, but once people want to start opening something bigger, like a little bit of a bigger business, then it's a little bit more. Uh, complicated you know what i mean and uh and that's where you know you get to learn about all that um when it comes to like all the taxes and all that and and i want to talk about taxes i want to talk about that too because a lot of people just don't know and don't ha and have no idea because you also got to pay taxes everyone that if you're especially if you're an american citizen if you're living out here you got to pay the uncle sam every year now you don't necessarily have to pay uncle sam but you definitely got to declare your taxes every year even if it's zero and even if you're making money out here, that's a completely different thing because, it, well, it's like you have an entity, you might have a corporation or some sort of company that you own, and that company is what makes the money out here, and then that's kind of like enclosed on its own little ecosystem out here. So there's like a lot of little things like that all, all over the place, so we got to like, you know, get into that. And it's just, you know, a more and more stuff that, you know, there's a lot of channels out there. There's so many YouTube channels now that talk about all of the Mexico things. I mean, when I first moved there, there was only a handful of Mexico channels. Now there's like, it seems like there's a million channels talking about Mexico. And most of them are doing all the, you know, hey, let's go to the pyramids. Hey, let's go to the waterfall. Hey, let's go get some food. Hey, you know, whatever. Let's go to this restaurant. Let's go to this cultural thing. Let's uh, do this. And which is, that's cool. It's awesome. I do those videos too. And I like doing those videos. I like doing those things on my own. Sometimes I don't like filming those things because I want to just enjoy it instead of, uh, you know, do that work. Um, because again, there's other people doing those videos. Why am I going to just add 
another video of the of Chichen Itza when there's already 700 of them. By the way, I have a video on Chichen Itza. Nobody watched it. Who cares? But anyway, that's not the point. The point I'm making is that you know the reality is is that when I when I make more when I make videos like this or talk about things like this, it's a, I feel like it's a lot more. Um, it gives you guys a lot more value. It's a lot more, um, and not just informative, but it's something that you guys can actually use. Um, and especially now, now more than ever, um, where things like this, I feel like are more important than finding out what the best taco place is in XYZ place. You get what I'm saying? Um, and that's it. You know what I mean? I think a lot of the things that I talk about, um, it's not that other people are not willing to talk. I mean, it's not that other people um, are not willing to talk about it. Is that I think that they're scared to really go deep or maybe they just don't know i keep remembering that most people that have other youtube channels um most of them are other gringos and even though i'm a gringo yo hablo español yo soy cubano and so because of that you know i i, I have a different experience living out here completely different and um I'm, a, I'm also a different kind of an american too you know what i mean um to the typical well you know what i'm an american american like a lot of you guys out there that are American or Canadian, you know, I'm a freedom-loving, liberty-loving American. And, um, you know, out here, I get to really, really express that and enjoy that. And uh, and that's it. You know what I mean? I think that's, uh, you know, why we do all that. All right, let's, uh, what were we talking about? So, you guys, I mean, by the way, I don't know if you guys have any questions. I know a lot of you guys have a lot of questions. If you guys want to ask them, you need to let me know. I don't know if you maybe already did. Let me just uh, kind of... You know, scroll through uh, the comments a little bit real quick. See if I can see something. A little music in the background. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, not many questions. Is everybody just talking? New York native says, uh, my visa is up October 31st. I went to try and get a four-year residency. They told me that since, they told me I have, I had to have been here since 2019 and under. So I go from my 180. Okay, so like how it works. Okay, so New York native. All right, so how it works in order to get your residency visa here in country, you know, like you were trying to do. The reality is, is that they're going to try to keep giving you the runaround. Um, because they want you to go with the lawyer that and then the lawyer is going to grease the wheels and then they'll be able to you know get it for you um but i think that in your case maybe what your situation is is that which this is something i found out recently too um i didn't know that until you know a few of you guys made me aware of it but what you what needs to happen is that a lot of you guys um you guys only been to mexico once in order for you to really qualify for for the residency visa here in mexico without having to go to the mexican consulate outside of the mexico um you need to have a few stamps on your on your passport meaning that you need you needed to have had to have come into mexico a few times um i don't know i think i, I forgot i think um Maybe MPT Adventures out there. James, brother, if you can tell me how many times, how many stamps you need. Um, but anyways, you need a few stamps um, on your visa. You came in and out of Mexico like three or four times in order for you to qualify for the visa. Um, so again, the whole idea that, oh, they're limiting and taking away visa runs. It's like, bro, are you, are you kidding me? Like That's like a requisite in order for you to apply for residency in, in Mexico, which is something that they're doing. I mean, it's just like... So anyways, they're not cracking down on anything, guys, all right? By the way, they're not. So 
Yeah, just to reiterate, they're not asking for any IDs. There's nobody asking for papers or nothing like that. If, by the way, if in any, if in any, if at any point you, for whatever reason, are, you know, in, in walking around or you're doing your thing, you know, riding your bike, whatever, and some cop, some police officer, some authority ask you for ID, you can politely decline. And you can politely decline many times. They cannot arrest you for not having ID. So they're not going to arrest you. But they will, they will if some of them, remember, not all cops are good cops. The majority of cops out here are pretty good in comparison to back home. But the reality is, is that, you know, um, some cops out there, they do know that um, of the situation that is happening in the U.S. and Canada. So they're going to use that to their advantage. And if they can intimidate you and they can use fear in order to get whatever they want from you, they will. Also, if you get stopped by a police officer for whatever reason, even if it's a traffic stop, okay? Don't ever give them don't ever give them your ID. Ever ever. In fact, again, like pretend this is your ID. Don't ever give them your ID. Okay? This is what you do. You show it to them. You show it to them. Okay? That's it. And let them take a picture of it. And that's it. Don't ever because if they if you give them your ID or you give them any kind of anything, if it's a bad cop, they can use it against you, they can bribe you, they can do so many horrible fucking things. Again, it's nothing like the US. I'm just saying. It's not the odds are not in your favor, all right? <laughs> um, but if you go like this, it also kind of lets them know, hey, mother effer, I know my rights. So don't be effing with me. So you want my ID? Here's my ID. Take a picture. Oh, you want the back of it? Here, take a picture of the back. Whatever, that's it. You know what I mean? And you're good to go. Um, and, and that goes with whatever ID that they're asking for, right? Um, whatever point if you ever get asked for id so just don't 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 forget about that okay all right so da -da 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 -da. oh i'm um, so the whole thing about making copies again the making copies is fine if you're walking around town and and you're in town and you just don't want to have the originals copies are okay but again if you're traveling cross country Copies are probably not going to be okay, and they probably never were okay because, again, you're traveling. You know, if you're traveling, like, for example, you know what I mean? Like, if you're traveling on a plane, you know, from state to state, from Chihuahua to Sinaloa, they're not going to be fucking, you know, they, they need your passport. They're not going to be accepting no no uh, paper copy. You know what I mean? Same thing as the bus. The bus is not going to accept a paper copy. You know what I mean? They want your actual passport and things like that. So, if, again, in, in the, the, when it's staying traveling, when doing the whole traveling, just have your originals. Um, but in any other point, let's say you're driving your car in the city. You're driving your car in the Yucatan. For, for you, David, I know you live in the Yucatan. You're in the Yucatan and you're driving your car. Yes, copies are fine. Copies are perfectly great. Fine. What more do you need? And in your cases, look, you guys have your... ID, you know, your temporary ID, I think, your temporary uh, residency. That's it. You don't need to show your passport. Your passport should never leave your house or your safe or wherever you're keeping it. If you have anyone that has a temporary, anyone that has a temporary or permanent residency, that means that you do not need your passport. Okay. Again, the only time you're going to ever need your passport is if you're maybe dealing with something with the bank or you're dealing with something that has to do with uh, um, some, some sort of government office. That's it. Other than that, you don't need to use your passport anymore once you get a temporary or permanent visa. The only time you need your, um, 
your the only time that you need your passport as your identification is when you do not have any other form of Mexican identification. So therefore, you need to carry your passport, and that's for any country on earth, any country. You need to carry some sort of identification. So if you don't have identification from said country, then you need your passport. That's your universal identification. And your, your tourist visa. That's it, your little paper, okay? But again, guys, I went to Cuba. Cuba is a lot more strict than the USA. As crazy as that sounds, they're, they're, cra- they're, they're a lot more strict. They have this thing called communism. I don't know if you've heard of it. Anyways, it's not good out there. And they're extremely strict. Again, you can watch my videos on my trip to Cuba so you guys can get more context on that. By the way, beautiful trip, beautiful everything. I love Cuba. I can't wait to go back, hopefully one day soon. But anyways, I digress. You're uh, in Cuba where they were crazy strict and they literally said there that you do, the Cuban government, you do need to have your passport on you on the, the whole time. You need to have your, your visa on the whole time. I didn't carry it with me. I didn't, again, I'm, in, I'm traveling as a tourist doing touristy things. I'm not carrying my passport while I'm walking through La Habana and doing all that stuff. You feel me? So, the hell is this, man? Man, let's block that. Blocked. Blocked. It was like, no. No, remember like uh, Botumbo, uh, the basketball guy? Block, block. Anyways, just got bl- rejected. Anyways, um, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Let me, uh, this will remind me of what I was saying. Tough. You feel me? So, the hell is this, man? literally said there that you do the cuban government you do need to have your passport on you on the the whole time you need to have your your visa on the whole time <laughs> anyways you know what let me uh this will this will remind me of what i was saying okay i'm back i'm back sorry actually i had to mute it for a second it was because uh <laughs> there's some cats good thing you didn't hear them they were doing some nasty cat stuff and then gizmo was barking Thank God it was only for like a second. Usually they go on for a lot longer. <sighs> Anyways, thank you. You know, so yeah, that's another thing about Mexico. You know, for some people, depending on where you're from, Mexico could be very noisy or Mexico could be very quiet. For me, Mexico's a little noisy, a little bit, depending on the neighborhood you're living in, but it's actually pretty quiet now. The neighborhood I live in now, super quiet. Super quiet. Bruh. No, there's that cat again. Anyways. All right. Um, but yeah, I was talking about Cuba. I was just saying that again in Cuba, uh, you know, I didn't walk around with my passport or my visa, you know what I mean? Because I was afraid to lose it, um, and I wasn't afraid of authorities there. So, you know, and that was in, in a communist country. In which case, I could have been arrested and and really, you know, gone into Cuban prison and 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 gone through some crazy shit just for not having my passport and my visa. And I didn't whatever. And and that's not gonna happen in Mexico. You know what I mean? And then there, I know that there's cases of people, you know, getting in these detention centers or going to Mexican prison or whatever. But you know, again, don't get me started on all that. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, if you read the articles and you read what these people were doing, it's like, I mean, of course you got arrested, bro. I mean. You know, like, for example, a story of a guy that got arrested and he spent three days in a, in a, in a detention center, um, 
close to the Guatemala-Mexican border. And basically, he was a reporter traveling on a bus with a bunch of Haitians, um, and he did not have his passport and did not have any kind of identification, and neither did any of the Haitians. And basically, they were in a detention center, which, by the way, looked a lot better than the prison I stayed in when I was in Texas, but don't get me started. And the whole fucking thing was like, oh, my God, it was so terrible, oh, whatever. And you look at all the pictures, and I'm like, bro, this looks nice. Those Haitians look... A lot com- more comfortable than... Anyways, I don't even want to get into it. And uh, and basically, yeah, I mean, it's like, of course, you know what I mean? You're literally on a bus full of illegal immigrants in a very, you know, contested area with a lot of immigration. Um, and you don't have your passport with you? I mean, what are you, crazy and dumb and stupid? Or what are you trying to maybe create a story? Anyways, don't get me started. So... Yeah, so don't, I mean, Stephen Cole says, I was getting worried about my visa run until I heard you talk about it. Why would, again, you know, again, I, so many people are talking about that they're cracking down on visa runs. Why? For what, I mean, again, they're what proof? You know, the, what I keep asking for is proof. That's why I'm bringing the lawyer, you know what I mean? Because the lawyer is proof. The lawyer is going to really give it to you like it is. But again, you know, like no one can give me proof. There's no stories, there's no anything. Name one. And again, and, and by the way, Shout out to a few of you guys. A few of you guys out there have actually told me that when you guys have gone on your visa runs and you guys have come back, that the Mexican immigration has not given you the 180 days. Not not anyone personally that I know. They're friends of a friend, okay, that have not gotten the full 180 days. Regardless, I don't know if it's true or not. It doesn't matter. I'm going to assume it's true because it's coming from a friend. The point I'm making is, I've heard this more than once. Every time that I hear the story as to what happened, why they didn't get the full visa, the full 180 days, is basically because, again, they did not. They just didn't tell them the truth. Again, you can simply say, whatever the truth is, I am planning to be on vacation in Mexico for six months. Oh, Okay. Why is that so hard? Why is that so difficult? Or, hey, I own... And by the way, if this is true, you know, you have evidence, so it'll make it easier. Oh, I own a home in Mexico, and I'm just going to go out there for six months out of the year like I always do. Oh, okay, no problem. (laughs) Approved. I mean, I could go on and on, man. But if you're out there like, uh, 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 the Mexican official's like, you know, I don't know what the fuck this person... You know, let me just give him a fucking, you know... Let him figure this. Let him figure it out later on his own. And especially remember, there's a language barrier. They they speak Spanish. You're speaking English, nervously. You know, come on, man. Come on. And again, it, it could, the, the visa run. And again, it doesn't. Again, let me re- reiterate and let me reestablish this fact: a visa run is not illegal. There is nothing illegal about leaving the country and coming back. You can do it infinite amount of times, guys. Okay. I don't know where I don't know where this whole idea came from. Now listen, I do know that in some um, Asian countries out there, um, like Indonesia, Vietnam, I don't know. Well, there's a bunch of other expats out there that their governments have been doing things like that. But again, I don't know this. That's what I hear about in their videos, and I've heard this in the past. I don't know about anything recently, but I've heard it about in the past. And so, long story short, um, I've heard this before. And and again, I can tell you just from on the ground from being here and again look a lot of guys a lot of people out there gonna be like but jose you don't go on visa runs you you're illegal you're you're you got your legal status here in mexico and i'm like yeah you're right you're right i don't have to go on a visa run but guess what 
half the people I know go on visa runs on a regular basis. In fact, a bunch of you guys in the in the audience right now in the chat have recently come back or are going on visa runs, and there's nothing to worry about. Absolutely zero to worry about. Again, what what crackdown? What crackdown for? And again, 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 assuming that for whatever reason. You get an immigration officer that is a piece of shit, that is, uh, you know, just uh, having a bad day and they don't care about what, you know, you tell them and blah, blah, blah. And they just give you not 180 days. No, they give you eight days. Eight days, okay? I've, because I've heard stories, fake, fake news out there. Oh, people have gotten eight days and they've had to come back. Bye. All right. Christmas, Christmas says bye. Anyways, a lot of people out there are freaking saying, like, oh, my God, they've had eight days, and then they had to run home and get all their stuff and, and go back to the, to the U.S. and then wait till hopefully one day Mexico allows them back in. That is such bullshit and such fake news. Listen, man, they give you eight days, okay, whatever. Your eight days expire. You're not here illegally. You just are an entity without a visa. Let me let me repeat that. If your visa expires, what happens is that you are you are an entity without a visa. You are a person without a visa. And that's it. And if you want to if you want to rectify that, then it's going to cost you. And again, why do you want to rectify it? Well, because again, you're probably going to want to rectify it because you want to be on the, in good legal standing with them because you want to do all the bureaucratic stuff to get eventually your temporary visa and eventually open up a bank account and maybe even buy a house and maybe so hey, you want to play nice. You want to play by the rules. You want to be a good citizen. You want to be a good winner. But again, under no circumstance are you forced to do any of that it's again i'm telling you to do that i would advise you to follow the law and go and do all these things but again don't be getting it twisted out there that if they give you eight freaking days that you gotta leave in eight days no in fact if they give you eight days that might actually work in your favor because you can just get in contact with the lawyer and say hey look my visa is about to expire again can i now apply for temporary visa and they'll be like yeah of course you can of course you can and you can actually use the excuse that they only give you eight days as saying, like, maybe, you know, they, um, you did too many re- visa runs. Again, the thinking, okay? That you did too many visa runs and the Mexican government is uh, forcing you in a sense, or not forcing you, but kind of like making it, hey, get a residency here. You come to Mexico so much, you should get a residency. And that's the thing. That is basically the only penalty. If there is a penalty, which there isn't, but if there would be a penalty for going on too many visa runs is the fact that they'll probably say, hey, you know what, bro? You're only going to get eight days. Go to immigration and get a temporary visa. That's it. You get what I'm saying? So that's basically it, man. I mean, you know, when it comes to all that, you know, like a lot of people out there, um, you know, they, they just, you know, a lot, they're worrying about so many things that they don't need to be worrying about. You know, the reality is, is that, you know, it's it's not a, you know, Mexican government is, is not, the U.S. government is not the Canadian government. It's not the Australian government. It's not the European government. The Mexican government is the Mexican government. By the way, shout out to everyone out there hitting all the likes. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for putting this information out there. I know there's a lot of you guys, a lot of new viewers out there. Welcome. I know there's a lot of you guys out there sharing this video and this information on other groups. Thank you again for that as well. Uh, I'm going to be, um, like I said, interviewing a lawyer soon. So hopefully in about two weeks, I'll have, you know, a real lawyer from Mexico 
literally talking to you about this and then again down the line uh, i plan on having that on a regular basis because again i want to cover these things okay um nobody is covering these things everybody's covering the best taco or the best uh chichen itza experience or the best beach but no one is really talking about you know um uh, these things that everyone needs to know about you know what i mean like immigration for crying out loud every one of you guys is a freaking immigrant one way shape form or another right so right hold on <laughs> Man, went off on a long-ass rant there, jeez. By the way, guys, do you guys have any questions, any anything you want to ask me, anything you want to talk about, let me know, please. What does the Mexican government is the Mexican government? I don't know what that means, sir. Uh, Luis, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, let me see. I'm, so when I have the lawyer, I'm going to do a video. I'm not going to go live with the lawyer. I'm actually going to do a video because I want to, I don't want to just have the lawyer talking. I want to have like, you know, have graphics and show you guys, you know, things like the, you know, like the law itself and, and then go, and then like I said, have him talk about it in lawyer terms and, and explain the legalese and uh, talk about it in Spanish and English and then give it, and then me, I'm going to give it to you guys in layman terms and then ask him questions and all that. And so we're going to go like that and we're going to, you know, that's, that's basically how I'm going to do that, you know, because otherwise it's going to be too much of a mess. Eventually down the line, maybe, you know, probably I'll ask, you know, them if they want to do a live stream and we'll, we'll do, you know, we'll do that too, so. So, yeah, man. So, let me let the Yarbrough said Mexican government is deporting Americans and Canadians. Yeah, so look, a lot of people, and uh, again, I don't know about the Yarboroughs, you know, um, I don't really follow or listen to anyone out there, so I don't want to single or point anybody out. But there are a lot of YouTubers. In fact, basically every YouTuber out there, not everybody, not everybody. You know, the smart ones know not to talk about it because, well, they know what I know and uh, they're not out there to and they're not out there to get clicks off fear. Um, and again, I don't want to get into it. You know, what I mean, you're the one that brought it up. Um, I didn't bring it up. Um, but yes, a lot of YouTubers out there are talking about, um, you know, the, the, the again, the Mexican government deporting people. And I already I already talked about it earlier. I already. So if you want to hear that, just go back. OK, um, because I already talked about it earlier in the stream, but they're not deporting anybody. If they are not deporting Haitians, they're not deporting uh, Chinese, they're not deporting Guatemalans, they're not supporting El Salvadorians, if they're not deporting anybody, they're not deporting Americans and Canadians. And they're definitely not deporting them over things that they can't even get legally stopped by a police officer for. So again, if a police officer or any kind of authority figure stops you and asks you for any kind of paperwork, and I'm talking about if they stop you walking down the street, if they stop you on your bicycle, if they stop you any doing anything, the out, and again, outside of driving a car, okay, um, or any doing anything like that, um, they, they cannot, not only can they not stop you, but they cannot ask you for anything, okay? Like, literally, they cannot do anything like that. Again, I can show you tons of uh, evidence and videos and again once you're living here you'll see it for yourself um 
people that actually commit crimes and they can't get arrested because the police guy, the police officer didn't catch him in the act, for example. Or, you know, you already not only caught the guy in the act, but you already gave him severe enough punishment into where, well, the cop can't really arrest him anyway. And I could go on and on. So, I mean, if regular Mexican citizens cannot get arrested for things like burglary or um, aggressive behavior or, and I could go on and on, how the fuck is an American or a Canadian going to get arrested for saying, I don't have any papers to show you or I'm not going to show you my papers? So, I mean, again, a lot of fear mongering for a lot of people that just don't know what's going on out here and what the real laws are. You know what I mean? So, again, you know, um, it is unconstitutional. It is illegal for any kind of officer to be demanding or asking any kind of paperwork off of you, especially um, if you're minding your own business. They cannot come to your home and, and say and, and talk to you about anything. They cannot come to your home and, and demand anything. They, nothing, 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 nothing. So basically, whatever is be, whatever you do behind closed doors, whatever you do in the privacy of your own home is your business and your business only. All right. And nobody can come and investigate anything. You know, hey, uh, you know, like in the USA, uh, we're here because we're investigating a noise complaint. So we're going to come inside your house and search your house. No, you can literally be doing horrible, horrible, horrible things in your home. And they can't just come in here willy nilly. Trust me. All right. So if you're doing horrible things in here, they got to go through a lot of channels, all right? Legal channels to maybe even get into your house. And again, LECP, I know a lot of, you're, oh, sorry, LECP in the chat is saying, I believe you, Jose. Um, and look, a lot of you guys say that, but look, it's not about that, man. You guys should do your own research, do your own work, and then, you know, again, go by your own experience. Ask around. You know, ask other people, you know what I mean? And, and things like that. So, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, you don't, don't just listen to me, man. You know, you have to do your own research, do your own work. And again, you know, how do you do that? By asking, by interacting, by talking, by really going in. And when somebody says, hey, I heard that this, this and that happened. Um, I heard that this person got arrested because he didn't have his papers. You'd be like, can, I, can you show me some proof? Oh, I just heard it on the news. That's not, that's not proof. What news? Oh, I don't know this. You know what I mean? Like, show me an article. Show me this. It, all this stuff should be easily Googled and, and found. And it's not. So it's all fake. You know what I mean? So don't, you know what I mean? Like, again, you know, uh, all, all this stuff is, should be very easily verifiable. Um, so Bruce Banner says, there's a curfew in Medellin at night. No, no, actually, no more curfew. So um, let's talk about that for a minute. So as for the, the virus restrictions, a lot of people are worried about the virus restrictions and all the virus stuff. Okay, listen, as of now, there's no more curfew. There's no more restriction. There's no more nothing. In fact, there's only one tiny, itty, itty little, itty bitty bit restriction. And that restriction is that um, anyone going into any kind of business or, or any kind of building or anything like that, you need to wear... Sorry, I'm just checking this thing here. Come on, why isn't this not working? Anyway, sorry. I'm trying to multitask. Anyways, the only thing that's uh, going on right now is that you have to wear a mask when you go inside, uh, like a like a building or what. So what I mean, if you got to go inside a building, again, not any building, you know, any kind of business, any kind of you know thing like that. So again, if you're going inside a home, you don't got to wear it. If you're going into any anywhere in which the you know. 
like it's like a business where more than other people are going to go in. So like if you're going into a private business, a private home, you don't got to wear it. If you're going to a public business, you know, meaning that you go into the store and there's other people that can just come in and, and shop around. You got to wear it um, at Walmart, you know, certain places like that. But the reality is it's like this is how it works, um, depending on the business. Some businesses are going to require it, some are not, and then that's basically it. So um, the reality is, is that things are back to normal here in Merida. You know, um, there's no more curfew. Things are open back back till late. Um, things are back to normal, basically. I mean, um, there's basically, a, the, I know David's saying temperature check. Temperature check happens somewhere. Um, the, the, the hand gel, some places, you know what I mean? But most places, they're already kind of like, they're done with it. And again, if you're going to a restaurant, you're basically wearing the mask for like two seconds just to get from the entrance of the restaurant to your seat once you get to the seat you take off your mask um that's it when you're at walmart you wear your mask for a few minutes you know or an hour whatever you know but that's it everything's good um harry says jose what if many retirees on social security make below the mexican retirement income requirement of 1600 us dollars a month what can they do just be a permanent okay so Another thing that I've learned from um, speaking to the Mexican lawyer, um, all these laws and all these requirements, the reality is, is that they are not set in stone. They are not hardwired. So what do I mean? If you are my age, for example, let's say I'm, you're 40 years old and you're um, trying to get a temporary visa um, through financial means um, and I'm just here single alone by myself then yeah they're probably going to be a little strict or they're going to be exact on yeah you're going to be making sixteen hundred dollars a month you're going to have this you got to have whatever they're going to be a little strict but if you're a retiree okay and um you're coming here with your wife so that means that both you guys have more than enough or even if you're just meeting the threshold it's fine even if you're under the threshold let's say you and your wife only get twelve hundred dollars for whatever reason um you're gonna be fine because the reality is is that they know that you're not here to work. They know that you're not here to take anything away from the economy. They know that you're here only to retire and only to stimulate the Mexican economy. So they'll give you the residency and that's it. Because the thing is that they'll look at you a little different. They'll be like, well, look, this person has even less money than the average uh, retiree. So he's probably not going to be able to go and, and get the temp. You know, he's not going to go on a visa run. So let's just give this guy temporary temporary residency because he's retiring and living here and that way it'll save him money and in turn give more money to the mexican economy and now that person doesn't have to worry about the visa run and all this stuff and, and again the age and this and that and so basically yeah you know so like basically it's on a case-by-case -case basis so for example in my case um i got my residency through marriage i married christian She's Mexican Yucatecan. So, you know, I, I was told one thing. And basically, after talking to the lawyer, and he was using me as an example, he goes, look, bro, because of you, um, okay, for example, I thought that I needed to be, you know, basically five years. You know what I mean? I needed to be here about five years before I can even get my, uh, my citizenship. And four years or more, you know, before I can get permanent residency. And basically, he was telling me, he's like, no, because you got it through marriage, you were already living here. Um, you're still living with her. You're still married to her. You're going to renew it with her. Um, basically, you can get permanent residency. Now, you know, again, they, they can approve you or not approve you. But the reality is that they'll most likely approve you because 
Well, and, it's, and then, by the way, especially if you got a kid, if you got a kid, they're definitely going to approve you. Um, and that's it. And so basically, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm thinking to myself, well, so all of a sudden, that four-year threshold or whatever went down to two years. And now, um, not just two years. Yeah, not just two years because, like, again, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be married to Christian two years in January. So I'm going to renew my thing in March, something like that around then and so um instead of having to wait a little longer i can already get my permanent all right and then just get my permanent but eventually even you know get to citizenship in fact i might even be able to get citizenship but i think i gotta get my permanent first okay um but regardless it doesn't matter and then once you get your permanent visa that's another thing that most people don't know i didn't know this either so when you get a permanent visa it's forever again let me repeat that once you get a permanent uh, residency visa that's forever so a lot of people out there you know they keep getting told hey you should get a four-year temporary visa eight-year temporary visa you know get all this whatever when the reality is is that depending on your situation it's going to depend on you know when you will qualify for permanent residency and so you should really in a sense kind of like ask around through immigration through your lawyer through many things and then kind of determine roughly you know what the limit is for you on temporary visa and then you know whatever meaning okay for you james whatever you need to have a temporary example you need to have a temporary visa at least three years before you can get your permanent so then just get it for three and then when you three runs out then you apply for permanent and you don't need to apply for visa ever again and you're a permanent resident and you can come in and out as many times as you want and then the next step above that is getting an outright mexican citizenship which will just, you know, again, will give you the citizenship rights. But the only reason you're really getting Mexican citizenship for is to vote and to get a passport, which is going to be very important for a lot of you guys. But that, I mean, that's basically it. You know what I mean? Like uh, it, the, the whole immigration thing is not as strict as it is in the in the U.S. Uh, or Canada. And it's very loosey-goosey. Again, I can get divorced and I can still um, reapply. Um, I could get like again like my lawyer was telling me you know what i mean but this is the truth by the way it's not like i'm telling you some weird secret you can get married to somebody go get married go to immigration get your paperwork get your your card and and get divorced and you're gonna be legal that's it no one's checking on you nobody cares nobody anything now when you got to renew it that's a different story you know what i mean like you know you gotta well how are you gonna renew it you know what i mean like you gotta prove again somehow you might have to prove financially you might have to prove this but you again you know you, if you get married again you can just get it through that but the point is they're not they're not strict man they're not strict in that sense you know what i mean so no matter what it is they're really not that strict so i think you should be fine you know, no matter what so i think you'll be all right guys so oh shout out to peggy thank you for the ten dollar cash app donation thank you oh okay before i forget now that i got all you guys here um because i already, I already did forget so <laughs> hold on i already forgot anyway so so now, now that I have it on my mind again, let me bring it up. So, guys, I just wanted to let you guys know that I now have memberships to the channel. Yay! You know, what do memberships mean? Uh, well, basically, it's like Patreon, but on YouTube. By the way, shout out to all the Patreons out there. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. All the people that are always uh, donating to the show and, uh, and all that good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to people like Opie. Shout out to, you know, again, to shout out to Peggy. Shout out to, um, 
Blueberry out there, shout out to everybody out there, shout out to all you guys. But anyways, I got memberships now on the channel. So what does that mean? Well, you can uh, now um, pay for a membership um, to this channel and that membership will give you like special little emojis that you can use in the chat. It'll give you special um, gifts. I don't know, it just gives you special privileges, basically that you're in the cool kids club, you know what I mean? Um, and then you'll be supporting the show every month, kind of like Patreon. Um, but it's just, you know, the YouTube version of that. You, again, so basically, if you want to buy me tacos, you know, you can do it that way. Buy me beer um, and all that. Because I know a lot of you guys do want to know about this stuff. So that's a way that you, not only you can contribute to the channel, but, you know, while you're in the chat, people know, hey, you're a top contributor. You're this or that. Um, also, um, I got the merchandise store. You know what I mean? Don't, don't forget that. Um, I, I got to add more stuff to that. I got to work on it. I'm definitely going to be working on it. But I keep forgetting. A lot of you guys are still buying stuff on my merchandise store. So you can also support the show that way. Um, and, you know, not just uh, not just through the Cash App and PayPal. But, again, um, the best way to really send me um, any kind of donation is through Cash App. Because it, I get 100% of it. Um, PayPal, sometimes I get 100%. Sometimes I get, like, 90 to 85% of it. Um, YouTube, I get 66% of it. Uh, Patreon, I think I get, like, 80-something percent of whatever. And things like that. But... The plus about all these things is that it allows you to support the show whatever way possible. So I honestly don't mind YouTube getting a cut or Patreon getting a cut or whatever because, hey, they give me this platform. I mean, come on. I know a lot of people want to hate on Facebook and YouTube and all these things, but if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here talking and, and, and discussing all this and, and giving you all this information and all this other stuff. So, you know, again, I, I get that they have more money than they can do with. I mean, look at Facebook changing their name. You know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean look at that. That's how rich they are. You know what I mean? They're out there changing their name. You know, they, they don't even want to talk to you no more. They want to. So anyways, which is fine. <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. I, I understand. But I'm not like that. All right, guys. Bruh. No matter how much money I got, no matter how many pesos I got, I'm still going to be here for you guys. And we're still going to be um, chatting it up and doing all this stuff. But again, man, just want to give a shout out to all you guys out there, you know, constantly um, supporting the show. Um, I love you guys. I, I, for real, it's a big hug. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the memberships because the membership thing is a brand new thing that I just set up alongside uh, the other stuff that's already been set up. So, all right, guys. Anyone out there have any questions about anything? Uh, because I know a lot of you guys have a lot of questions. I know I answer a lot of the questions, all right? So that's why by the time we get to this part of the show, you might not have many questions, which is actually a good thing. I'm glad that I'm able to answer so many questions for you guys by just ranting like a crazy person. Um, and I know most of you guys had immigration on your mind um, and it's still on your mind. So <laughs> it's still on your mind. So, you know, that's that's why I'm I was covering it today. And I'm going to continue covering it because, you know what, there's a lot of people that are covering immigration on on the YouTube space and on the Facebooks. And, uh, and you know, and there's all this propaganda out there. So I, I feel that, you know, I want to, you know, again, give you guys the other side of the coin because, you know, there is no immigration crackdown. I mean, again, I, I don't I don't know why, you know, I mean, again, I don't know. Be like, sorry, because as I'm speaking, I'm answering my own question. It's like the reality is, is that like I have an, in, an inclination, and I got a, I got an idea as to why you know there's a lot of this fake news out there. But the reality is, is that you know without any proof, it's just rumors. Okay, and um, all these rumors um, are going to be put to rest, you know, with actual facts and actual you know 
real stuff. And so, you know, um, when I, you know, if I get any kind of negative uh, pushback on having a Mexican lawyer tell you exactly how it is, I really don't care what the peanut gallery has to say. Because again, I make these videos for you. I'm already here. I'm legal. I'm living my life. Look at me. I'm on the beach. I don't care. I'm good. I'm happy. I don't got to make these videos. I, I really don't. I do it for you guys and I, I enjoy helping you guys and all this other shit. So, you know, to me, that's why I, I, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? Because I want to help you guys. And I know and, and I know a lot of you guys are, you know, second guessing, you know, your move out here. A lot of you guys are questioning even if you should renew your visa, which is obviously yes. And things like that because, you know, just a bunch of crap that you're hearing re being regurgitated online. Again, I got to reiterate, the U.S. State Department has no validity out here in Mexico, okay? Whatever they say is just a suggestion, a traveler's suggestion to anyone out here. Again, they're, 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 if you look at the Mexican state, I mean, sorry, if you look at the U.S. State Department view on Mexico, they're basically saying, don't travel to Mexico, it's as dangerous as Afghanistan, all right? Um, all right I mean, for, so again, these are the people you're listening to? So, I mean, just saying, you know what I mean? And again, you know, nothing against the U.S. State Department. You know, I'm sure there's some good people out there doing some good shit. But come on. And then when you listen to a lot of other YouTubers out there, because I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to be bringing anyone up. But there's a lot of YouTubers out there saying, oh, I, I know people because I used to work for the U.S. Customs or U.S. Department or U.S. whatever. And I know a lot of people in the government. And I know a lot of people in this and that. You know what? Where are they? How come they're not saying something? Why don't you show some proof? Huh? And, and, and when you're reading these things and when you're showing some proof, um, again, please, you know what I mean? Uh, explain it correctly and don't be, you know, reading something and then explaining it wrong. You know what I mean? Because that's, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. And the thing is that, look, man, if, if, if it wasn't for these people, I wouldn't be making so much money in the last few months. All right. I'm not going to lie because all this fake news, the only thing that it's really done for me is giving me a lot more money and i'm not gonna lie and a lot of you guys know it because a lot of you guys have been consulting with me by the way if anyone out there wants to have a one-on-one -on -one consulting you know zoom meeting or call or whatever um where you guys can talk to me for an hour about whatever you need um about anything um please you know what i mean like you know reach out to me send me an email we can get that you know um squared away but anyways at the end of the day guys um i've been consulting left and right so many people because all you guys out there you know you're basically getting all this fake news from other people and then uh, you need to reach out to me um because you basically booked your flight you're basically on the airplane you're basically about to cross the border and you're you know here on youtube that they're cracking down and they're gonna arrest you blah 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 and this and that when it's like it couldn't be any further from the truth again you know um we got many people in the chat right now we have many people in look you guys can go check out the mexico expat group okay um you know the, the expat group that i have set up for all you guys here okay and uh you know, again, you guys can ask away there. You guys can talk to people there. And you guys can find out for yourself there the truth, okay? From people that have literally made the visa run a few days ago, literally crossed the border, okay, on foot or through an automobile a few weeks ago. And I could go on and on and traveled all of these roads that a lot of YouTubers are saying, you know, the road of death, the highway of hell, you know, the da da da, -da. And it's like, what are, you, are you kidding me? You know, I, I, man, to me, it, it really bothers me when I see a lot of YouTubers out there telling people to get off the highway and go through all the small little towns in cartel country because that's going to be safer than 
the highway full of tolls and full of federales that are there to make sure that you're safe. I mean, what the fuck, man? And again, and plenty of people in the chat and in the Facebook group that have made this trip on that highway, and they, they can tell you straight up that it's it was a very pleasurable ride all the way down very beautiful ride um the only scary parts were in some of the mountain regions you know areas you know uh, for obvious reasons but other than that it was a smooth ride ain't got nothing to worry about it was nice and peaceful um and again it's not to say that you cannot get off the beaten path and go check out some pueblos and go check out some areas and go check out some whatever but you know where when there's other youtubers out there basically telling you um hey yeah go check out and explore these areas in the most dangerous part of mexico i'm like bro are you kidding me right now and and, and they're telling you to get away from the most you know safest part you know what i mean like saying oh don't you know don't drive highway xyz i forgot the name of the highway maybe um uh, Maybe some of you guys in the chat can let me know uh, the highway that you guys took down here. I think it's 80, 85 or whatever, um, you know, out of Laredo, um, which is safe. And they're telling you to not travel that way, that it's this highway from hell. All these kidnappings, the kidnappings are happening and all this other stuff. It's like there's no kidnappings. Listen, man, there are more kidnappings in the USA on a daily basis, okay, than in Mexico on a, on a yearly basis, okay? And what do I mean by kidnappings? Outside of the actual kidnappings, I'm talking about the police officers in the USA kidnapping mother, mother people like you all the time. Anytime you get arrested and taken to jail for a broken taillight, you, you have been kidnapped. Anytime you get arrested for anything, no matter how small, you have been kidnapped and held for ransom. Do not get it twisted. That does not happen here on an everyday basis in Mexico. It doesn't. It does not. Let me repeat. You do not get again. And by the way, if anyone out there is is uh, getting uh, kidnapped, it is not an American. And remember, um, Americans do not negotiate with terrorists. Okay. If someone kidnaps an American, okay, they are now considered a terrorist. And trust me, the USA is going to send Black Hawk down after them. They're not negotiating with them. Uh, you know what? Maybe this regime is but i don't want to get into that that's another story for another day but the point i'm making is that it's not what you think it is and again these Bruh. these cartels are not in the business of kidnapping freaking tourists or kidnapping fucking joe and jane that don't have any money now they're in the business of moving a lot of weight they're what does that mean they're in the business of moving a lot of drugs a lot of other illegal immigrants, they're in the business of moving, uh, you know, a lot of things that are worth a lot of fucking money. They don't got time to be kidnapping, you know, Joe Schmo um, with a fucking trailer full of fucking garbage, you know, that he's bringing from fucking uh, Michigan or whatever. Sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, you know what I mean? I don't mean to insult anyone out there. I'm probably singling out somebody out there. But that's just the fucking truth, man. In fact, the only one that's probably going to bother you is, is, again, it's a corrupt police officer just trying to get a few pesos out of your pocket. That's it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm telling you, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so much fake news out there. And it's, uh, and it's, 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 you know, that's why, again, you know, I want to keep, you know, um, reiterating and talking about these things because, uh, you know, there's so many of you that rely on, on these YouTube videos because there's not much information out there. And I'm not talking about just my YouTube videos, but other YouTube videos. So when you're hearing all these YouTubers that you guys are, you know, trusting and you, there's a lot of YouTubers that you guys trust in as well besides me. And they're telling you like, oh, it's dangerous. Oh, be careful. All this, all that. And it's like, are you kidding me right now? And it's like, if it's so fucking dangerous, then why the hell are you, you know, not scared? If it's so dangerous and why the fuck are you not, you know what I mean? Like uh, shivering in fear. If it, you know, in fact, look, the Kinetic Keenans and the Tangerine Travels, those are two people that are the biggest YouTubers of Mexico out there, and they're not even touching the subject. 
And um, the other day, I think it was a Kinetic Keenan's, um, they um, in their Facebook group was, were talking about, um, I don't know what it was. It was something about like, oh, I got to go back to Texas in order to do something, you know, with family. And uh, people in the in the Facebook uh, comment in the peanut gallery, um, they were saying, oh, be careful. You know, you're going to get in trouble. And, and the Kinetic Keenan's basically says, like, no, no, we're not. No, no, we're, and how? And they just left it there. But again, they know what I know. Same as the Tangerine Travels know, okay? And same as the, anyone out there, anyone out here that really lives out here knows that you don't got nothing to worry about. And in fact, I'm going to say it because it has to be said. The people out there that are freaking telling you, you have to get your paperwork. You can't go on visa runs. You got to be um, compliant with the cops. You got to be compliant with authority. You got to have all your paperwork on you all the time. You got to do this. You got to do that. Those are the same people that are telling you to put on a mask. The same people that are telling you to get 30 jabs. The same people that are telling you to do all of these freaking things that, well, it's not their business whether you do them or not. Again, I'm not here to tell you what to do. You do whatever you want to do, okay? You're a free uh, uh, human. You're, you're an adult, okay? You should be able to decide for yourself, and you should not be able to decide for anyone else, all right? So with that said, all right, with that whole thing said, the same group of people that is telling you that you got to do all these things, again, don't go on a visa run. What they're basically saying is like, we don't want you to go on a visa run because we know that that's an easy way in which you can remain legal. You can have your status in Mexico and not get in trouble. And what we want you to do is that you need to go through all the trouble of getting a temporary visa, even though you might not need it right now. But we need to do for you to do that so that we feel better about having to do ours because we got a temporary and permanent visa. And we, if we would have known that all we had to do was just go on visa runs, we wouldn't have gotten it. But since we got it and we had to spend money on it and go through all the trouble well you know what now so do you so do you i mean come on man it's the same kind of people the same kind of situation all right and that's it and so you know all these people that are telling you and forcing you and and and, and you know like it's it's the same kind of people that are telling you and forcing you and all those other things somewhere else about something else and you already know what it is okay it could be okay it could be about social problems in your country all right about, you know, what the right, I don't even want to say the right words. I'm not triggering YouTube, okay? I'm not triggering the algorithm, okay? Uh, or it could be about whether you want to get the, the jab or not, or it could be about, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people that are saying you have to do this and they have to, you, you have to follow this no matter what. And these are the same people that are telling you all of this bull crap, okay? About, you know, um, the fact that you need to have all this paperwork and you need to follow authority and that you have no rights and that you are a guest in Mexico and all this other shit. No, man. No. Okay. Once you're in Mexico, you're literally considered a Mexican, right? So again, don't get it twisted. If you live in Mexico, if you're on a tourist visa, you have every single right as a Mexican, except you cannot vote. Okay. And that means Everything, meaning that you do not have to comply with idiocracy if you don't have to, if you don't want to. All right. And that's it. All right. So and that's it. And that's what a lot of people get twisted out there, because a lot of people that live out here um, or have been here for a while or again, with the whole thing with, uh, you know, you, you got to get this. You got to get that. Again, they're just telling you, you got to do this because, again, they again, just like, again, someone that that is uh, like. I, the best example I can think of is this one video of a guy that I saw that was shaming one person in a store in the U.S. for not wearing the mask 
basically saying, oh, you got to wear the mask because look at me. I got to wear the mask. And if I got to wear the mask, then that means you got to wear the mask too. And that basically sums it all up. So anyone out there saying you cannot go on a visa run is because, well, no, that means that they can't go on a visa run. Because they already, whatever, you know. Um, anyone out there that's saying, oh, you got to do this, this, and that is because, you know, again, it's it's because they're forcing you and they want you to do, again, just so they can feel better for whatever psychological reason that is. It's not for you to, to judge or decide. But that's basically it. That's basically what's going on there. So, anyways. So, guys, look, at the end of the day, I'm not here to judge, even though I did some of that right now. I'm sorry. I know. I apologize. But, I mean, I'm just calling it like it is. Bruh. And... At the end of the day, I used to be a lot more PG on this channel. I used to be a little bit more guarded on this channel on what I say and how I say it. But the reality is, is that, you know, all gloves are off. You know, we're living in a completely different time right now. And um, like I said, if you guys want to hear the fluff, okay, of Mexico and you guys want to hear all that, you, there's a bunch of other channels that will give you that. I'm going to give you the truth, the real no bull, the real nitty gritty, the real raw Mexico, okay? What you guys are really interested in. And um, and that's it. And so that's it. So that, that's when it comes to that. So, you know, I'm not for everybody, um, but I'm, I'm definitely for somebody, all right? That's for sure. All right? So at least my wife. <laughs> so Paul Heitman says, I know firearms, ammo, and CBD are big no-no when crossing into Mexico from the USSA. Yes, exactly. Do not cross into the, do not cross into Mexico with guns, ammo, drugs, None of the above. I mean, you, you know, you should know better. Um, you shouldn't do that with any into any country, all right? But that's another story, all right? Um, what about a combat knife or bear spray? Anything else to leave behind? Yeah, I don't know about that. The thing about, again, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I Look, I um, when I flew into Mexico, I had my my combat knife, okay? My, my nice, uh, really, really good, you know, super, super knife. Um, in my checked baggage, okay, um, and it, I, it was no problem, all right, so I was able to bring this, no problem, um, I don't know, I don't know about anything bigger than this in your checked baggage, again, um, if you're going to be bringing it and it's in your, if you're driving through Mexico and it's in your back stuff in your luggage, yeah, you'll be fine, don't worry about it, um, bear spray, I don't know about bear spray because, I, I, I've heard that pepper spray is illegal here. So that's the thing. You know, you, you got to like I, I would do a little more research on that. I don't I'm not a big I, I don't I don't know. I don't know too much about that. But but uh, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Um, because, again, man, you know, they're very, very, very. They're very cool at the border. Um, if you're crossing, especially with dogs. So this is another tip. If you're if you're driving through Mexico, or you're crossing the border through Mexico in a car, in an automobile, in a truck, whatever, and you got a, a, a dogs with you, trust me, they're not going to fuck with you. They're not going to mess with you. They're probably not even going to check anything. Now, it's not to say that they're not, but the chances are 95%, 90% they're not because they don't want to get bit. Because if they get bit by the dog, that's their problem. It's not your problem, right? So that's how it is here in Mexico. So... Um, if you got dogs, and especially if they're just a little bit like, yeah, trust me, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. Don't worry about it. So that's always like good to have travel through with dogs. If you're traveling with dogs, it's always good. Um, but, you know, the thing is that like I know um, I, 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 just from experience, I wouldn't I wouldn't risk it. There, remember, you're now you're in an international border. You're, it's a completely different animal. So don't be bringing anything in here that you know you cannot bring. So my advice is go online and find 
some sort of uh, authorized Mexican authority, probably a government website, um, in which will give you a list of what is prohibited or not. Also, you can simply ask a question to Google. Google's great. Just say, uh, is bear spray legal in Mexico? And you'll say, and they'll say yes or no. And that's as simple as that. I know, I think, I'm pretty sure pepper spray is not though. So. Oh, thank you, Bruce, for the $2. I think, by the way, thank you to everybody donating to the show today. Thank you again. Let me see. Some more questions. Okay, so yeah, MPT, yeah, he's also brought a knife, so yeah, yeah. And so, by the way, so out here, firearms are illegal. That doesn't mean you can't have one. You can, meaning firearms are illegal to have unless you got a license. So they're not, I mean, they're just, it's not what they mean. What, okay. Firearms are illegal here, meaning that um, just like in the U.S., you know, in, in the U.S., um, they're illegal without a license. OK, but it doesn't mean that you can't get guns willy nilly. Remember, Mexico is U.S. neighbor. Um, they have a lot of history, uh, drug war. I can go on and on. But long story short, there's guns everywhere here. Now, it's not like the USA, not even anywhere close to like it is in the USA. So you're not going to get shot you know, randomly, there's not going to be any kind of gun violence or any cartel violence or anything crazy like that, um, especially in this part of Mexico where I live right now, um, which is Merida, Yucatan. Um, but for the most part, you'll be fine. You're safe. It's a lot safer here than over there in the U.S. Um, when it comes to guns. But if you really want a gun, you can get a gun. If you're living in a city, the, the more you live in a city, the harder it is for you to get a gun the more licenses the more restrictions the more everything but if you're living out in the middle of nowhere if you're living out in the you know again in a patch of land in the middle of nowhere mexico it's not a problem you know again you still got to get through licenses and registrations and all this other shit to get your guns but they're a lot less restrictive and you can have like ak-47s and all that bullshit out there as far as i know all right and then again they're not checking your shit so you know you're fine now when it comes to like living in a home you know, you can have a thing like a paintball gun. By the way, I checked all this, all right? You can have things like a paintball gun. You can have uh, a knife. You can do it. Look, as long as you don't kill the motherfucker, all right? You can beat the guy within an inch of his life. You're fine. You can maybe even, you know, aggressively do something to the guy. Again, assuming that the guy's like breaking into your home or doing something to you. But as long as you don't kill the guy or you don't cause anything, you know, some severe damage like that, you're good to go. So, yes, sir. El Conquistador says, Yo viví cuatro años en el Estado de México y nunca la policía me paró. So, so there you go. Look, so this guy is saying in Spanish, he lived four years in Mexico City and not once did he ever get stopped by anybody. All right. No cop, no immigration officer, nobody and get asked for any kind of papers. All right. So just FYI. All right. And again, they just they can't legally. They cannot do that. So they're not going to do that. All right. So FYI. All right. So thank you for your, um, for your, for sharing your, your, your story and your experience. Muchas gracias por decirnos lo que te pasó allá en México. Because that's another thing too, man. Look, another thing. There's no immigration officers. There's no immigration officers walking around the city. There's no, no federale is going to be asking you for anything. I'm telling you, man. It's like all these things. It's like it's not like the USA. Now, again, if you're coming from the USSS, if you're coming from the USA, from Canada, from Australia, from, from Europe, where you're having the police now, you know, have authoritarian, uh, you know, conduct the authoritarian behavior upon you, the citizen, then yeah, of course, you're going to probably think that it's the same out here, but it's not. It's nowhere near that. Um, shout out to Greg for the 20 Mexican pesos. Yeah. 
I think that's under a dollar now. But let's just say it's a dollar. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bruh. Normally, I mean, normally it'd be a little over a dollar, but the dollar ain't doing so well. If you guys, if you guys want some more context on that, check out my other channel. Okay, check out my channel over here. All right, we talk about that kind of stuff over there. But uh, yeah, so right now, you, I think it's like ninety-five cents or something. But anyway, shout out to you, Greg. By the way, Greg gives me shit all the time. I give him shit all the time too. Greg, Greg is a major contributor to the show. All right, so shout out to him, just busting some balls. Um, Harry in New Mexico says. Uh, $20. Oh, hell yeah. I thought it was 20 pesos as well. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We got to get the... We got to get the the proper sound for that. As soon as I can find it here. Where is it? What? Oh, my God. Something's... Why is this taking so long to find? Oh, my God. I got this so out of order. This is like the worst. I know. This is the worst. I hate it when I cannot get the, the, the proper... Okay, finally. Anyways, all right. Back to Harry in New Mexico. That's right. Harry in New Mexico with, with the biggest uh, donation of the day so far. 20 US dollars, all right? Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, by the way, you're, you're very welcome to everybody. Everybody's saying thank you so that... Oh, you gave me 20... You gave me 20 US? It says 20 Mexican. Look. See? Look, I'm pointing at it. I'm not... It says 20 Mexican. It's okay, bro. Whatever. You don't have to give me anything. I appreciate it. But whatever. Well, it's okay. I appreciate no it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyways, shout out to you, Greg. And by the way, if that is $20, then he's tied with... Uh, he's tied with, <laughs> with Harry from New Mexico. All right? So, shout out to you. Shout out to all of you guys. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. But anyway, shout out to you, shout out to you. Yeah, I mean, look, man. So, like, right now, LECP says you can get stopped in the USA just for your race. Yeah, look, I have, you know, I have a friend of mine. He is uh, um, from Utah, and he is white as a snow, literally. Blonde, blue eyes, a white kid. He looks like Tim from the podcast. Shout out to you. Anyways, but anyways, white as snow, and this motherfucker, okay, this guy not only got arrested, he was walking to 7-Eleven, from his house to 7-Eleven, and they got stopped by the cops. They asked him for his ID. He did not have ID because, well, he didn't have an ID. He doesn't drive. He doesn't anything. Um, didn't, he didn't have his ID and uh, because he doesn't have one. Um, and guess what? They arrested him, all right, as he was just going to freaking 7-Eleven to go pick up a slushy and some, some snacks. They arrested him, and they put him in jail for three days. And when he came out of jail, they basically says, you need to produce an ID and bring it to us. Um, because if you don't, we're going to arrest you again. All right? So that's, uh, that's a USA for you. So, and he's, again, white. You can't get any whiter than him. And... Uh, and, and yeah, so it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter what race you are, you know, at this point. So, um, and it's only going to get worse, guys. I mean, don't get me started. You know, I don't, I don't talk about that on this channel. We talk about that on the other channel where we talk more about the destruction of uh, the West. You know, what's going on in the USA and Canada and Australia and, and the first world. And, uh, you know, why a place like Mexico is 
you know, again, developing into first world. Again, Mexico's already been pretty first world. They're just kind of like under the radar. Um, I think for obvious reasons, you know, they don't want to get lumped in with all this craziness. Uh, smart on them. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, Mexico is a superpower or a soon-to-be superpower. Mexico, I think, is like the 14th richest country in the world. All right? And remember, the countries that are rich in front of that are countries like, you know, Switzerland, uh, the USA, China, um, Saudi Arabia, you know, and, you know, a bunch of countries that are pretty obviously richer than Mexico. But Mexico's there, right? You know, they're, you know, I think Brazil, you know, definitely in front. Argentina's in front. But yeah, Mexico, Mexico's a And look, remember, Mexico's very underdeveloped. You know, Mexico has a lot of riches. You know, a lot of uh, Mexico is very rich in resources. They're about they are about to become oil independent. Um, they got the highest. They got some of the most lithium deposits, if not the most lithium deposits, or the 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 strongest, healthiest lithium deposit um, in in the, in the world. Um, so they got oil. They got lithium. They got a bunch of other natural resources. They got the youngest demographic or one of the youngest demographics in all of the world uh, meaning uh you know mexico is one of the youngest countries in the world uh, and uh, and you know the potential is only up you know they're investing heavily in technology um they're in um they have a lot of deals with countries like russia you know where basically mexico sends them resources russia sends them technology and shit like that and i can go on and on same with china and other countries same as the u.s and uh you know mexico's opening up more and more every day again they're they're opening up their immigration laws so again when you're hearing a lot of this fake news on immigration that we were talking about earlier it doesn't make any sense because throughout the 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 pandemic Every single country is closing up more and more, okay? They're literally becoming little mini prisons. All these countries around the world, they're basically closing up. And Mexico is one of the few countries that has been opening up throughout the pandemic, all right? Not closing up, not restricting, not anything. There has never been a restriction to come into Mexico. There has never been a test to come into Mexico. You have never had any problem coming into Mexico, and you never will. And Mexico... um. It's taking full advantage of that. And um, again, notice that the U.S. cannot do anything about that. Remember, the, remember, Mexico is doing the complete opposite of what is recommended you got to do, all right, according to the NWO and all that shit or whatever you want to believe in. And, uh, you know, they're out here, again, you know, um, the, all, the only thing that they're fighting is propaganda. And, um, you know, again, they're not really having much trouble with that either. So, you know, at the end of the day, guys... Um, all, everything you're hearing about Mexico um, being more restrictive and Mexico deporting people and Mexico coming after immigrants cannot be any further from the truth. And if you don't believe me, just look at CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, and just look at the immigration problem that's happening. And if you're seeing hundreds of thousands of uh, immigrants from all over the world coming into Mexico so they can get into the U.S., what makes you think that you're going to have a problem? You know what I mean? So... If they can't stop them, they're not going to stop you. That means they can't stop you and they won't stop you, okay? So, and, and, and again, a lot of these immigrants are not bringing anything positive to Mexico and they're not stopping them. So, again, you're not going to get stopped either. So, um, and, and there's no legal recourse for them to do so. So, again, we got to remember all that. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, very interesting. So, again, guys, let's uh, open it up to the question and answer session. Um, otherwise, I think we're going to start winding this down. I think, uh, wow, okay, we've, we've done almost two hours already. Wow, it's a long podcast. Long show, I mean, long uh, show today. 
a little music here. And a little music in the back. Yeah, Mexico's the number one producer of silver, number one producer of many commodities out there. So... And again, Mexico's only gonna take advantage, uh, is, you know, fully, um, as, um, as all these immigrants from around the world, you know, come to Mexico, um, you know, to help, you know, again, build this economy, boost the economy, uh, help build Mexico into a first world country and uh, a real player on the world stage. Um, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like it's like Mexico can't hide from that no more. Um, and, and a lot of people want to be here and come here. And a lot of people are coming here from all over the world. And they're helping, um, again, build this new um, superpower. Now, again, I'm not saying that Mexico is going to turn into the USA, you know, like that. But what I mean with superpower, I mean like a country big enough and an economy big enough in which they're not going to get pushed around and bossed around by other players on the stage and you know i mean so you know other smaller countries you know they got to do what they're told um but the bigger you are the well the, the harder it is for you to be told what to do and that's simple as that for any any big mother efforts out there like me uh, and a bunch of you guys out there you know what's up the bigger you are the harder it is to get pushed around also the harder you know the harder you fall but again look at the usa that's why the usa the fall that's coming, the fall that's happening now is gonna is so hard and it's gonna hit people, it's gonna hit so many people so hard all around the world because the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So that goes with that too. So yeah, I'm, I'm full of, uh, man, I'm running out of steam here though, I'll tell you that. So I'm running out of energy. So any questions, any comments, any anything? Let me, uh, let me turn on the AC one second. Let me close my window over here. It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So let me take off all my clothes. By the way, I got I gotta start. I'm gonna start exercising soon, man, because I gotta start getting back in shape. Because I'm I'm in shape, but it's, it's getting round. Too many tacos. So yeah, the weather, the weather is uh, cooling down nicely out here. So um, we are now in October, so it's fall, fall season. And uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people always ask me, it's like, hey, is it hot all year round? And like, uh, well, I mean, yes and no, you know what I mean? But like now it's starting to cool off. So for example, if you live out here or you come from a very hot, humid or hot climate, hot desert, whatever, um, yeah, you'll notice cooling down because if you're here and you've been in the warm climate you notice it starts to cool down and all that stuff but um the reality is is that like um it does cool down and it feels better but if you're coming from like let's say canada like if you're coming from the snow if you're coming from the great white north anything like that and you come out here now then it's gonna be like summer for you you know what i mean because you're not gonna really see much of a difference uh, i mean you're gonna see a huge difference but you're not gonna see the difference that we see because right now the temperature is like let me see, what is the temperature out there now? 
The temperature is, come on. Come on, temperature. It's 82, 82, and it does not feel 82. It feels like it's like, I don't know, 75, 70 degrees, 70, like 70 something, 75 degrees, and it's actually 82 with a bunch of humidity, by the way. 82 with how much humidity? Is there, where's, where's the humidity thing? I guess no humidity. Well, anyways. So, yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Sorry guys, sorry, sorry about that. So sorry, so sorry. Uh, actually, no, it was um, my neighbor lady, the lady that owns a little store, the little tiendita. Um, she was asking me if I wanted some tamales because again, the day of the dead is coming and all this other stuff. In fact, well, well, I'll, I'll ask you later through WhatsApp, but I think someone in the chat right now, um, I'm gonna be hanging out with them on Sunday. Anyways, long story short, um, I might be bringing a big tamale. I'll double check with Christian and when all this other stuff. But anyways, but yeah, yeah, she was telling me, hey, uh, I'm making the tamale, uh, the big one for, uh, you know, the Day of the Dead thing. Are you guys interested? You guys want one? And usually me and Christian, you know, we make, it's called El Bib. You know, we make that. Um, so we're probably going to, I don't know if we're going to end up doing it because Christian's going to be busy as well. She's, she's starting a new mural on Monday, I think. Um, yeah. And so... Monday, Tuesday are actually holidays, but again, it's Monday, Tuesday. So at the same time, it's like um, people are, 
you know, probably going to be working and doing certain things. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Hey, Beverly Brown. Um, no, it's not true about the crackdown and, and immigration. But Beverly, I already talked about this for an hour and a half. So please, uh, we're already kind of ending the show. So um, just check the show later okay or you can rewind it you can rewind the show anyone can rewind the show or you can watch this later where i talk in depth for literally an hour hour and a half about it all right but anyways um so no yeah she was just asking me if i wanted one but i don't know um because we got to see what's up with grandma i gotta see what's up with uh the thing on sunday um you know all these things um so, you know, anyways, but yeah, she was just coming to the door. Um, hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. She was like, she has no idea I'm doing a live stream. You know what I mean? And why would she? <laughs> She's just walking, uh, walking her grandkid. Uh, you know, what is it? Uh, pulling the little stroller, having her grandkid around the neighborhood. Um, but yeah, she just came in. But that's what, that's what I love about living in Mexico too, man. It's things like that that we just don't have in the USA anymore. And so basically she's like, hey, I'm making this. Are you guys interested? You guys want one? You know that? And it's not just that. She makes other things as well. Um, they cook, you know what I mean? So basically, I mean, you, if you're like a single person or even if you're like a working family, um, you don't have to cook. I mean, in, back in the USA, if you're a working family and you don't have time to cook, um, you have to eat McDonald's. You have to eat crap. But out here, um, you can just get like the little one of the neighbor ladies to cook you every day. And basically you come home after a long, hard day of work and you come home to a home cooked meal every single day for you and the family and the kids and the whole thing. So, you know, all that stuff. So, and I can go on and on. It's, it's, I love it out here. I love it. I love it. Um, let me see. Oh, about the Mayan train. Okay. So I, I don't know. I'm sure. So I think somebody was talking about the Mayan train. Um, basically the Mayan train is happening. The Mayan train is not going to stop. They do not. Care. By the way, this is the same, no matter what part of the world you're in, when development comes, development is king. So what they're going to end up doing is that they're going to build the Mayan train. If at any point while they're building the Mayan train, uh, they come across some ruins, you know, some archaeological sites, then what they have to do is the same thing as anybody else that comes across that living in Mexico. They got to give it up to the government. So basically, you know, let's say that, uh, you know, you know I'll, I'll just do it on here. Maybe it'll be easier. But let's just say that they're doing like the Mayan train, you know, like the, the path. You know, it's like that. All right. You see it there. Um, but here they found some Mayan ruins. So basically what they'll do is that they'll just go around it. Or whatever. Sorry, I'm just doing it backwards. There. But you get what I'm saying. And that's it. That's all. But they're going to build it. I mean, the Mayan train alongside all the development that's happening here in Merida, that's happening all over the Yucatan, um, it's it's not going to stop. I mean, are you kidding me? It's only the beginning, okay? What I keep telling people is like, imagine this being Miami um, back in 1980, all right? So this is what this, this area is like Miami back in the 80s, you know, in the early 80s, without the violence and without the Scarface. But at least when it comes to the development, yeah, that's definitely coming. So I, I think there's some... All right. I heard about a train in Medi. Yeah, so there's a huge train. Now, the train, by the time they build it, it might be a decade, all right? By the time they build it. But it's supposed to connect the whole Yucatan Peninsula. So if you look at a map, you'll see. it'll con It's going to literally go around the whole Yucatan Peninsula, and then it's going to connect to Mexico and eventually get you to Mexico City. So you'll be able to take a train from here to Mexico City, from Cancun to here to all around. So that's basically what they're building and they're not going to stop it, all right? That's happening and it's just deal with it. Da -da -da. 
Let me see. I'm just reading some comments real quick. A spirit has been speaking to me. Okay. All right. Good for you. Hope to see you there, brother. Ta-da. Jose, does Max observe daylight savings time? Great question. Yeah, so we have daylight savings time out here, but it's different than it is where you are. So what do I mean by that? Um, okay, so I do. we do daylight savings time in Mexico this Sunday, and you guys do it the following Sunday. And then when it's spring forward, I think you guys do it earlier, and then we wait like a few weeks or a month, and then we do it. So, yeah, there's, there's daylight savings out here. And I think it's for the whole country of Mexico at the same time. So I think like all of Mexico, um, you know, it's just one time zone. I could be wrong, but I think all of Mexico is one time zone. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. Oh, I mean, everyone's protesting the Mayan train thing. Just like everybody protests everything, you know. But at the end of the day, that shit is going through there's no way in hell i mean it's not just am it's not just the president's um uh it's not just the president's like one of his biggest mainest projects by the way it's not just the train it's actually i think his biggest project more important than that is building the oil refinery that he's building um giving mexico oil independence finally for you know from the usa and from the rest of the world but i digress <laughs> um, at the end of the day, it's it's definitely in the top two. <clears throat> the train is definitely very important, and de- and and then in my opinion, I'm I'm for the train. We need to do the train. I'm all about saving the environment, save the trees, save the animals, save all that shit. But no, 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 fuck that. You also gotta, you know, you gotta know what's up, man. You know what I mean? You gotta, you know, you we gotta develop, we gotta whatever. And it's like it's not. If you know the impact of a train, especially nowadays, you know, the train that is so environmentally safe, the impact of a a little railway, okay, going through the jungle or wherever it's going through, it's so minimal, it's not even funny, all right? So anyone that's like, oh, it's it's, it's going through the Mayan ruins and the archaeological sites and this is like, no, it's a a, a train. It's it's a train. It's like, it's it's not, have you guys ever seen a, 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 a railway? I mean, come on, come on. Anyways, so, but anyways, that's where that's at with that. Um, But yeah, the train's going to be awesome. Are you kidding me? I'm definitely very much looking forward to it. And that's really, I mean, look, that goes to show you what they're expecting for this area from all of you guys. All of you guys coming and moving out here, okay? All of us included, okay? Me, all of us. Um, What they're expecting. So that train is part of it. They're building a new super huge airport. They're building um, the train station again outside of the city. So they're building the train station and the airport both outside the city. And everyone's like, oh, why are they building it so far away? They're crazy. And it's like anyone that's lived in any city knows exactly what they're doing. They're actually doing it right. They're, the, the best thing they could have done is put that shit outside the city, knowing that the city's going to keep growing and all that's going to be in the city eventually. So why not get some cheap land out there and then build a monster structure as opposed to, like, for example, the airport now, um, once the city keeps growing, they're not going to be able to upgrade the, the airport because it's going to be surrounded by housing and buildings and, and all this other shit. And, and, and they're just not going to be able to, to, to upgrade the the, infra, the the airport. 
I'm so, uh, so why not just build a monster airport to begin with, knowing that you already got like basically the biggest seaport or the second biggest seaport in all of Mexico. Um, you already know all the uh, all the money and investment that's coming out here, all the people moving out here, um, the train, um, the you know the whole city, how it's being built and, and being blown up. Um, this is the first. They're gonna. They wanted to. They wanted to be the first smart city. It is already the first green city in Mexico. I can go on and on. So I mean, the plans for for many. The plans for this area, they have they have so many plans, and and most of them are being implemented, and a lot of it is coming from foreign investment. So it's not, you know, I would get why there, there, there might be a lot of speculation if it's a lot of Mexican investment because, you know, it is what it is. But the reality is, is that it's a lot of foreign investment coming with a lot of foreign money. And um, again, there's a lot of money in Mexico as well. You got to remember, there's a lot of money to be laundered that needs to be spent on a lot of these projects one way or the other. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're also building a new stadium in Merida as well. I mean, come on. So, I mean, yes, you're right. Thank you. Thank you, Harry. So yeah, they're building. I mean, come on, you know. And if you, I don't really take you much to the north, but I mean, if you look at the north of Merida, my God, it's it's like, it's it's more modern than some of the cities in the U.S. right now. Than most of the cities in the U.S. right now. So, that's for sure. Yeah, there's China investment, but basically everyone's investing out here. The U.S. is investing, China's investing, uh, Russia's investing, uh, um, all kinds of people, everybody. But a lot of Mexico, a lot of Mexicans are investing out here as well. But there's a lot of investment out here from basically every corner of the world, which is pretty cool. This area is going to become like an international city, man. It's already an international city, but it's really going to become an international city. Um, and it's probably going to end up competing on an, you know, um, with Mexico City. Now, I know, I know, Mexico City and Medellin are two completely different things. And, you know, one has like 25, 30 million and Medellin only has one. But again, Miami many years ago was nothing in comparison to L.A., New York, Chicago. And look at it now. And I think that, you know, out here, you know, we're going to see something big like that, too. Yeah, Tesla's investing heavily out here as well. I mean, Amazon is investing heavily as well. Walmart is investing heavily as well. Um, I could go on and on. And I usually do. In fact, I've been going on and on for two hours approximately. (laughs) So. (laughs) Bruh. And uh, yeah, in fact, yeah, I think that that we're, we're, yeah, I'm just trying to cross over the two hour threshold, which we're about to get to. So. Blueberry, I'm glad that you had a positive and amazing experience with your lo- with the with the lawyer, um, and I'm glad that everybody has a lot of positive experiences out there um, with um, with everything that uh, I can help you guys out with and all that shit. So, so anyways, all right, I think we're gonna end it there. Before we end it, I want to give a shout out to Opie. He sent in a twenty-five dollar donation, so I guess that's the guy that's winning. Sorry. <laughs> Opie, Opie comes in late last minute with a $25 donation and he's uh, coming in with the win um, shout out to everybody out there shout out to Harry uh, for the $20 donation uh, shout out to um, Greg for the $20 donation shout out to Blueberry for the $5 donation I think you gave you another one shout out to the two donations shout out to everybody else out there all the donations shout out to everybody out there for joining me today shout out to everyone out there for constantly helping the show and constantly, uh, you know, helping, uh, again, helping the show, not just by giving a few donations here and there, but mostly by sharing the videos because that's that's really how you help the channel. If, if you really want to help the channel, spread this news, spread these videos, share this information, um, give me thumbs ups, all that stuff, all that really helps, man. Um, 
And, and again, you know, just thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. It makes me feel so good that I can help so many of you. All the positive feedback, all the positive, uh, you know, um, every time you guys let me know that you guys had a great experience, you know, whether it was with the lawyer or the assistant or um, or uh, the real realtor guys or whoever, whoever the hell I put you guys in contact with, you know. I mean, you guys are very happy. It makes me feel very happy because, again, you know. I'm glad I could help and, and all that stuff. So, you know, again, you know, I really appreciate it. You know, um, I know you guys are just throwing something at me because I help you guys out so much and I appreciate it goes both ways um, and all that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. I don't. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Opie, for the horse feed. <laughs> yeah. Lem Lembo's out there, you know, Friday night. He's already, you know, don't don't get me started. Don't get me started. Anyways. <laughs> But anyways, but shout out to everybody out there. I want to give you guys all a big, big, big hug. You know, shout out to Harry. Shout out to MPT. Shout out to Opie. Shout out to Comrade. Blueberry. New York native. Pedro. Um, MPT Adventures. James. Beverly. Chris, Christopher. Uh, Paul. Everybody. Everybody. If I miss you, Cindy. Melina, I don't know, uh, everybody, everybody out there, everybody. If I missed you, I'm sorry. But, you know, I, 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 you're all in my hearts. <laughs> I, I carry you all with me, all right? Uh, MPT says, by the way, I got kicked out of a Facebook group for sharing Jose's videos. Yeah, so there's a lot of Facebook groups out here. Okay, this is my Facebook group. There's a bunch of Facebook groups out there, um, especially out here. There's like a zillion Facebook groups. I'm basically banned from all the other groups. You see like right now on this video, the live stream, I got a few thumbs down. That's, I got a lot of haters out here because of the way I speak, of the things that I say, of how I inform you and what I tell you guys. So just FYI, I have a lot of people out here that hate me, but I got a lot more that love me. And you know what they say, if you don't got any haters, you ain't doing anything. And to me, those haters, they're just my biggest fans. All right? So that's, I mean, straight up. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't sugarcoat it. I really don't care. It is what it is, you know. Um. <laughs> but anyways, if you want more information, please join the Facebook group. Join the other Facebook groups. Um, but, but just be, be aware that if there's, certain, there's a lot of topics out there that will get censored um, if you talk about them. On my group, nothing gets censored in my group. Literally nothing gets censored. All right. Um, the only things that get censored, they're pretty obvious. You know, again, if someone in there is spamming the, 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 the group, if someone in there is just, uh, you know, uh, advertising over and over and over and over again the same thing, come on. You know, you can advertise local things, talk about local things, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, um, it's pretty open and I definitely don't censor. Uh, I allow people to have open conversations. And in fact, some people get mad at me because I don't censor. And that's not my problem. If people want to act a fool and um, that's their problem, because you know what? If people act a fool on the Internet, that means everyone gets to see it. And if, not, if you're not getting censored, well, then everyone's going to see how dumbass you are and how much of a racist you are, how much of a Karen you are. And remember, this is a small little community out here. So everyone's going to know who you are. All right. So don't get don't get it. You know, don't get it twisted. So with that being said, everyone knows who I am. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't know all of you guys, but I know most of you guys know me. All of you guys know me. And a lot of people out here definitely know me. And a lot of people, they love me. I like them. I love them. I, you know, they like me, whatever. Um, they tolerate me, whatever. But I know there's a lot of people that really hate me. But again, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? It is what it is, you know. Uh, um, you know, it's everywhere. 
So, all right, guys, I think that's it. I think we're going to get the hell out of here. So, guys, you already know the deal. If you like this kind of content, don't forget to please like, please subscribe, please share, please hit that bell icon. But more importantly than anything else, please stay awesome. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Ah, have a happy Halloween and a happy, happy Dia de los Muertos. And uh, whatever, other, whatever else you're going to be doing this weekend. <laughs> Bruh.